Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One on another Witta Wednesday on a Tuesday at Gary Witta. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Gary. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? Why just all right? What's happening, you know? You know. This is your, this is your weekly therapy session. Just let it all out. You're here. Is What's it really? Happening? No, yeah, we should talk like about we we'll just talk about video games. It's just it's 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 honestly so hard. something is going on. Something is, is no. going on. No, I no, saw, I, mean, I saw you, you tweeting the state of the world or yeah, that's, that's enough to make anybody yeah, depressed. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know, are... look, I don't want to. No, so let's 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 go. Let's talk about games. I just want to say it's it's honestly been hard to 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 focus on work and and stuff with everything that's going on right now. Like you can't For look sure. away. It's just the fucking sure. worst thing. So. What I understand. I feel that. I understand that. And I appreciate that you're open about that. But that's how everybody feels, Gary. And we all got to keep going. We got to try to do good in the world, but, you know, try to still find joy while trying to take care of each other. Yeah. You know how that is. You know how that is. You got to raise these kids right, Gary. You got, to, you, you know, I only got one to worry about. You got two to worry about now. I got two. Got to make sure they change this place. We're trying, but they got to keep going. I got two. Yep. Okay. We I realize I, I won't have both of these kids out of the house until I'm uh, almost 70 years old. Oh, God, Gary, that was a mistake on your part. You know, I did know. you ever think? Fucking ever tell think? me about it. Did you think you were getting too old for it at some point? I, I, every, at every point. Have you, thought, <laughs> have you thought boarding school and then they're kind of out of the way earlier, you no, know? you can't do that. I, I mean, you could. Yeah, it's I mean, you, you could. could you, you, you could. You could, but I'm not. I'm not going to. No, but both of my kids are a delight, and I'm. I'm thrilled about it. But I am too old for this shit. I'm officially. Like I'm officially entered the Roger Murtaugh phase yeah. of my life. <laughs> I, I guess that makes shit. you Riggs. Me? Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, he's a great Riggs. You got that crazy yeah, energy. Right? He's, he's crazy. You don't know. He's a, he's a fucking wild card. You know what he's going to do next? Mm -hmm. You never know what I'm going to do next. That's a, that's part of the fun. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going to happen. Kevin, I'm going to reach over here. I'm going to grab something. What's it going to be? Take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. Nah, it was a box of cereal. It was a little mini box of cereal from what the boys' press pack. They oh. sent me a boys' press pack that had all the cereals in it. You eat it dry. Like you, a, the weirder you are. I did. I you didn't even see how good I was yesterday. I ate four of them on and off camera all day long. You didn't even see it. <laughs> I was like a hungry. gentle cow. Like it's a gentle right there. Cow. There's no, all the, yeah. I'm eating it like oats. You know. Yeah. Just spitting it's up easy. that cud. Uh, yeah, Gary, you you're with me, right? Milk and cereal. Who needs it? Just eat the cereal dry. It's perfect. Um, there are, I think there are some cereal, depends on the cereal there. For me, there are some cereals that I'm, I can, I can snack right out of the box, but okay. I don't think you can do that with every cereal. Like you couldn't do that with, for with example, frosted mini wheats too dry. Oh no. That's what I love. Frosted mini wheats. That's without I, I, what, without the milk. Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. come on. Big time. They're just a perfect, you pop them in, you munch and you go. You know what I mean? No, yeah, too he's dry. What you call it dry boy. Like cinnamon toast crunch. Dry. You can snack that. That's something you can snack right out of the box. He hey, I got one for you. I'll tell you, Mike, you, 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 you got to be careful with this stuff. But have you ever tried Kellogg's Crave? Crave no. with a K? No. That shit is, they should just call it crack with a K. Because that's okay. basically what it is. They're like these little wheat little, little pillows. They're kind of like little frosted mini wheats. Sure. But they have um, chocolate inside each one. Ooh. No, and I'm good. telling you, I'm telling you. For that a late night, so for like a late night treat, unhealthy. they are absolutely fucking off the charts. And that's a Good. cereal. So this this right here is a cereal. Kellogg's Crave, yeah. I mean, they market it as a cereal, but they really this shouldn't. Seems it's, insane. It, insane. Yeah, I mean, it's like you could. It's not something you can have like as your regular cereal. I usually keep a box in the in the pantry for like late night. You know, um, if I'm you know if I'm, if I, if I, yeah late night munchies. You you yeah, hit the oh ganja god. as the kids call it. Oh you know my I mean? god, so fucking good. You got to be careful with it though. Seriously, it's so Moorish. Like you you you'll go through two or three bowls. I'm telling you, get some Kellogg's Crave and rip it. Don't, don't get any of the weird like cuz there's like four different but just get the normal one in the but red. But the mini box. wheat's perfect. You know what I mean? It's right the there. The mini right wheats in it. are good. 
What I love about um, the mini wheats is, yeah, maybe I eat them dry. Maybe I'm eating them out of the the cup like I like to do. But sometimes we run out of granola. You know what I do? I mush them up. I crush them up in my hand. I put them in the yogurt. There you go. That's I like, what I like. Um, I like a food that's versatile, Kevin. I like that it can be anything I need it to be. Mm. I haven't tried, but I could probably mash it into I could probably mash it into a pizza crust if I really wanted to. I'm sorry, what was that question? Do you like honey nut Cheerios? I don't. They gross me out. Really? Oh, that's that's that. I mean, that's a go-to for me. It's one of those things. Like, I I I can't remember ever eating Cheerios, but I've smelled them enough when stupid fucking babies are eating them all the time. Regular Cheerios are very bland, but the yeah. Honey Nut ones honey are great. Honey Nut ones Baby, are very different. When Jen's gonna start feeding this thing Cheerios, and I gotta worry about fucking Cheerios. Wait, but just just so we're clear, have you had the Honey Nut ones? The ones that have their their drizzled. <laughs> they're, honey. they're completely different. I will be though. frank. I don't know at this point. My my <laughs> anti Cheerio stance is is like established from being a child. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. What did you? Uh, what did I can you see have? if any of these are cheer because these are all you know repackaged boys things. This was this is a Fruit Loop. I'm saving that because you know I love a good Fruit Loop, Kevin. Did you know, you know all Fruit Loops? Oh, are, that looks uh, great. Did you know all Fruit Loops are the same flavor? It's just I the have color is that. Different. I have. Look at this. A box of mini wheats. I'm stoked about that. This is not. I have a whole. I have a whole Tupperware upstairs of mini wheats. Don't worry about that. This. What is does it do with these tiny little packets? So have you heard of the? <laughs> have you heard of the boys? The boys present diabolical. Yes. Okay, so you're aware that it's an eight-episode anthology. This is not an ad. It's an eight-episode anthology yeah, like on Am- – yeah. it does Amazon Prime Video right now. <laughs> we just put up a review, youtube.com slash kindoffunny. We watched all eight. We loved them. They were great. Uh, however, since they're all cartoons uh, and they, they're just set in the universe being weird, uh, the, the um, influencer pack they sent out was a bunch of uh, breakfast – like the mini, little mini breakfast boxes with uh, uh, one of those bowls that has the straw built in and a little – I know, but, though, but those packets are so small, it's almost not worth bothering with. Well, what this is – like, you not, are you not familiar with these? Like you're familiar with the little boxes you got you got as a kid, right? Yeah, but I, think, I, I think those are maybe even yeah. You, you no, get them these like are eight, these like are variety pack, like eight boxes. Now, yeah. I think these are corn like, that's pops. Not, that's not a, that's no, not that's not corn pops. Uh, corn pops are something I I don't I also know I don't like, but I can't remember why. I'm, like a, I'm a grown ass man, Greg. That's not a full serving of cereal. I mean, but maybe Gary, you throw four well, of those the together. They, they expect you to mix this with milk and have like a, a French toast and have an egg and a thing, and then that's a complete breakfast. Or whatever. This is when you're supposed to be in the camper. This is when we ate them. You'd be in the camper, you know, or you're at the office. That's when you grab these little ones. And then Rice Krispies is the final box that I haven't eaten yet. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I mean that's almost insulting how how little uh, those boxes are. But again, they're I think it's mainly for children and then on the run. You know what I mean? Now here's a question for you: Gary. Have you ever seen a psychopath order cereal at a restaurant? No, I didn't realize that was something you could even I don't, do. Yeah, Is when that you go a to thing? and next time the world's working again and you go to a diner and I don't know if they still do it, but I, I definitely saw plenty of diners back home in the Chicago the only, area have the, only, the mini, have the boxes, the little mini boxes of cereal up there on the thing. Have somebody the only, come the in, only you know, time I, I, spend, I want to get a Rice Krispie. The only time I've ever seen like cornflakes or whatever on a on a restaurant menu is like at a hotel restaurant when you order breakfast. Sometimes sure, you sure. Get, like cornflakes or oatmeal or whatever. But no, 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 that's not normal. Well, you know what is normal? Video games, and we have a bunch to talk about. There's going to be a state of play tomorrow from PlayStation. God of War TV show is coming from PlayStation, and we have some Grand Theft Auto Online details for you if you have a PlayStation or Xbox. We're going to get into all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, like this show, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns. You can get read on the show. You can be a Patreon producer. You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do. And you can just toss us a few bucks to support us in all that we do. If you went and did it right now, you'd be able to catch us recording the Gamescast live this afternoon as we talk about WWE 2K22 and a bunch of Elden Ring, I'm sure. Uh, of course, that's all on Patreon.com slash Games. It's just a couple bucks, and it makes the mics work. However, if you've got no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can go to YouTube.com slash Games, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week to get a brand spanking new episode of course there will be ads of course you won't get the post show of course your name won't be ready you can't write in but it's still a good time i don't also want to um sorry guys i don't want to i don't want to spoil your uh, game cast for later for people that are going to be tuning in but just just for my benefit just real quick it's just you and me no one else is listening yeah. what's the what's the bottom line on uh, wwe 2k22 because i got it i installed it i'm i'm gonna give it a try give me what, what am i in for Here's the question. Would you mind holding that? Because we have a WWE news story about the oh, game. Oh, yeah, let's get it. Absolutely. Okay, let's cool, cool, cool. And right. by that, at that point, I'm going to ask you to create a character for Thursday when we're streaming WWE 2K because I want you to come fight me blessing Mike's characters, but I digress. Okay. 
also a good time is twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh, if you went to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, you can watch us record the show live just like Dugtastic Live is, Doc Subot is, and Justin34M is. Uh, of course, if you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. For now, some housekeeping. Gary, you said it. We're going to talk about this uh, the news as well. The world's a fucked up place right now. Russia being a bunch of fucking assholes over to the Ukraine, right? Uh, we are raising money tomorrow for Project Hope. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, our stream after Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, we will be raising money for Project Hope. Project Hope currently has emergency response teams in place in Krakow, Poland, uh, Romania, uh, Moldova, as well as presence in Ukraine. Uh, Project Hope is working with uh, the World Health Organization cluster and logistics cluster, as well as the Ukrainian Ministry of Health and other authorities. Uh, we'll be raising money. You donate there. It'll go over there and help some people who are in a really bad situation uh that of course tomorrow like i said twitch.tv slash kind of funny games 11 ish if you're watching later it'll be after kind of funny games daily is done right now you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe to get a brand new episode of ps i love you xoxo we're talking about if the playstation game of the year for 2022 has already been decided uh if that's not enough for you we can thank some patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady and pranksky Today, we're brought to you by Upstart ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babble, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Six items on the Roper Report. Kevin, I also apologize. I didn't ask. How are you today? Tired. You know what I mean? I'm going. Yeah. Okay, good. Keep it going. Keep it going. Gary, we start. With one of the worst kept secrets in PlayStation, uh, there's a PlayStation State of Play coming tomorrow. We go to the PlayStation blog and read, A new State of Play is upon us. Join us this Wednesday, March 9th at 2 p.m. Pacific for new reveals and eye-catching updates for PS5 and PS4 titles. Note, we won't have any updates on PlayStation VR 2 titles or hardware in this broadcast. The show is clocking in around 20 minutes, give or take, with a special focus on highlighting great games coming from some of our beloved Japanese publishers. Though, we'll have a few updates from other developers located around the world, too. You can, of course, watch the broadcast live on Twitch and YouTube. See you Wednesday. Of course, here on Twitch.tv slash KindOfFunnyGames, we'll be live reacting, so come hang out with us and get a post-show and pre-show as we do it. But... In that same vein, if you were maybe thinking about trying to compete with Kind of Funny Games and do your own stream, that's stupid, and you will lose. But PlayStation goes on. Regarding co-streaming and video on demand, please note that this broadcast may include copyrighted content, e.g. licensed music, that PlayStation does not control. We welcome and celebrate our amazing co-streamers and creators, but licensing agreements outside of our control could interfere with co-streams or VOD archives of this broadcast. If you're planning to save this broadcast as a VOD to create recap videos or repost clips of segments for the show, we advise omitting any copyrighted music. And as I said, I'll go a step further. If you do this, you are trying to make an enemy out of Kind of Funny Games, and we will send Kevin after you. Gary, let's just table the fact that anybody would be silly to try to co-stream against us while we co-stream and talk about this, right? What are you expecting or want from a state of play tomorrow? I was going to ask you the same question because you're a little bit more clued into the PlayStation scene than I am. First of then all, we 20- go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games <laughs> where my dog Nick 96 writes in and says, good morning, Greg and Gary. What do you think we'll see tomorrow at the state of play? It sounds like it will focus on Japanese published games. I took a, I look to Greg and ask, will we hear anything new about Marvel's Avengers? No, you will not hear anything about Marvel's Avengers, but I appreciate a deep Square Enix reference. Uh, I, and then he, back to my dog, Nick96. I know Forspoken has recently been delayed, but Final Fantasy Origins Stranger of Paradise is around the corner. There's also the chance to hear about an update from Final Fantasy 16. Personally, I'd love any announcement on, uh, on the console releases of the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Not long ago, Capcom announced Street Fighter VI but not any platforms it's coming to. Is it still too early for an update on it? There's also been rumors of the Resident Evil 4 remake, but if we hear anything Resident Evil, my money would be on Village DLC or an update on RE-verse, the multiplayer game. Is there any chance we hear about what Konami could be making? I'm not sure. Either way, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's state of play, and I hope you have a great day, my dog Nick. My dog Nick, sorry, 96. So there you go, Gary. You can percolate on that, of course. Other Japanese publishers to throw out there, right, as we start talking about what this could mean. Bandai Namco, uh, Capcom, Koei Tecmo, Konami, Sega slash Atlas, Square Enix. The list goes on. Those are top level. And we could be talking about smaller things as well. So then, Gary, doubling back to you. My thing is, 
it's 20 minutes. We're going to highlight it. It's quite short, doesn't it? Oh, stand up plays are usually pretty quick unless they're doing some big blow eye thing or whatever. But they're meant to be kind of like the kind of funny game showcase style of like, here's the here's what we got. We're talking about these things and we're done. Oh, so they, they could pack a lot of things into a short time, do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think they could. Will they? Who knows? But yeah, I think you're going to get a fair number of things. But when you say 20 minutes, and then our beloved Japanese publisher, and then we'll have a few updates from developers located around the world, too. For me personally, that's where I get a little bit more excited. Japanese publishers are well and good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. But as, you know, Madog Nick 96 just ran through, I think you kind of kind of can start seeing where the big guys would come out and play. Final Fantasy, yeah, I think you're going to get something Final Fantasy out of that. Uh, especially, yeah, like he says, with Strangers, Stranger of Paradise being so close. Uh, and then, yeah, it would make more sense. Those remasters, I'm not holding my breath for those actually making the jump over here today or tomorrow, I should say. And then an update on Final Fantasy 16 would be huge. That would be ginormous. And I think that that's not i'm not saying that's not going to happen that's got to happen at some point but that's interesting capcom with street fighter 6 is another interesting uh poll of course it was what just last week two weeks ago i'm looking over here at the verge sam uh byford capcom announced the street fighter 6 on february 21st so a couple weeks ago now capcom has announced street fighter 6 the next major entry in the iconic fighting game franchise which is celebrating its 35th anniversary this year so right there everybody Ding, 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 ding. I feel like 35th anniversary. Capcom's probably going to talk about Street Fighter something tomorrow. A brief teaser trailer was uh, released following the season finale of the Capcom Pro Tour. Uh, the trailer doesn't show any actual gameplay, but it suggests that Street Fighter 6 will have a more realistic art style than previous games in the series. At least as realistic as you could expect while maintaining Ryu's formidable proportions. Capcom says more information on the game will be coming this summer. So again, sadly, March, not the summer, but we are getting closer wouldn't hold my breath for Street Fighter 6 necessarily, but I could see a Street Fighter segment, whatever they're doing with that, to celebrate the 35th anniversary and probably tease that later something's coming. Well, I could tell you what I would most want to see if I could like wave a magic wand and, and make my wish list come true. I don't think they're I don't think you'll see either of these things. They're not realistic. But we I mean we know that they're coming in some way. Um like a dragon two. Right? Yeah. That's probably my most anticipated game next to GTA six. And now, correct um, me if I'm wrong, Yakuza Like a Dragon, that was a worldwide release, right? So that wasn't where Japan had it like earlier than us by a lot. I don't, I don't think so. And that. it was multi and it was multi-platform as well, simultaneously multi-platform. In oh, fact, sure. I, I think Xbox more... got it. Wait, Go did it did it release on all platforms at the same time, like a dragon? I can't no, remember. Xbox, Xbox had it. Uh, Xbox early. had it there first, right? So it's yeah, unlikely yeah, yeah. to be that, I think, because PlayStation's not gonna have any kind of bragging rights on that. Um and then the other big one would, again, I don't think this is realistic, would be Persona 6. Yeah, no. Too much, so right? Yeah, we, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm setting my ambitions way too high. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to look. I'm looking at the Wikipedia, but over here I do see MS Gambo saying, no, Japan got it months before. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon on my Wikipedia, of course. Uh, released in Japan and Asia for the PlayStation 4 on January 16th, 2020. So yeah, they did get it way before. I think it's too, it's too early for Like a Dragon 2. That's what and that's what I was checking. My check my check there was to see how much time had gone between the Japanese release because that was always what was so fun about Yakuza, uh, the main line series, is that by the time a new entry would get to America and we would get excited for it, they'd already be announcing the next one in Japan. So right. it was like when you got on that cadence of how long it took to get them over here, there was like this nice dovetail of where I could see that maybe they would say something about it tomorrow if it was that far out, but I don't think it's right. that far out. Right. But any anything from that studio would excite me. And oh, uh, for sure. And it, and again, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not typically too, uh, it's not technically too early for Persona 6, right? They could have something. But at this point, Persona is too big for state of play. It is, absolutely. Yeah, that would be its own thing. And that's where I start, when you really have to go in and temper your expectations for what this is going to be. Uh, yeah, let's, know, not get all, let's not get all Nintendo Directy here, where we get all like worked up and then blame Sony. Don't let him in here, you know what I mean? Don't let him in here. With a special focus on highlighting great games coming from some of our beloved Japanese publishers. That's a broad stroke, and I do think that it would be, it does make sense when you go into my dog, Nick 96s thing, right? Final Fantasy Origins. Like, what's the update on that? Not an announcement of it, but hey, here's more of that. Give you a shot at it. Capcom and PlayStation have had a great relationship when it comes to the Resident Evils. Uh, what, like Resident Evil 3 was announced at a state of play, right? And then two started the state of play, or was that an actual conference? Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Check me on that one, because I remember us watching it live and being stoked about it, but they all run together at this point. So, if there was some RE4 remake business, I could see them doing that there. I definitely could see them saying Village DLC. And then, yeah, but it, I, I don't think you would let Reverse stand on its own since it's something nobody really cares about. Like that's not RE4 is a big deal. I know we're excited about that. It is a big deal. I never played RE4 first time around. Really? Yeah, I totally missed out on it. I'm excited. So this will be your first time? Or are you going to play it this way? 
I think it's I think it's one of those ones that Leah's going to play. Like so, I really, so Leah played the hell out of uh, Resident Evil Two. She did both playthroughs with both characters, uh, and then we skipped three because the word on it was that it wasn't as good as two. Thanks but for listening to my review. Given given that four is uh, so, um, do you, do you think it's a stretch to say that Resident Evil Four is the most liked game in the series? Do you think that would no, be a stretch? I don't think that's a stretch at all. It's no. definitely the most critically acclaimed. Right. I think you might if if right now in a, a lot of old people. I'm including myself, everybody calm down. A lot of old people are pulling themselves out of their walkers and they want to argue about how big of a deal Resident Evil 2 was back in the day. But Resident Evil 4 was like a masterpiece at the time. It's honestly one of the reasons I think I don't like Resident Evil 4 that much is that the hype was so loud and so intense for it that when I played it and didn't like it, I was like, this is overrated. I'm I'm not stoked about this. So that could be good. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll know soon enough, right? Again, 20 minutes is short. My, My guess is you'll probably see two or three games semi in depth and then they'll do a quick like boom 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 of like other things like quick hits and then they'll be yeah, out that sounds about right but it's just then then so then you want to actually start well if i wanted to put out my dog nick 96 is yeah, hear anything about konami are you fucking kidding me god i would love that again if it was just playstation like we bought konami playstation we've partnered with konami we have silent we keep saying it all the time we say it on we the xcloud somebody just needs to buy either buy konami outright or at least sub-license their video games. Because Konami's sitting on... It's, it's, it's such a weird situation. Konami is sitting on all of these incredible franchises, you know, Silent Hill, um, uh, Castlevania, fucking Metal Gear Solid, and they're just sitting there gathering dust because they've lost... They're, they're making, you know, slot machines and, and pachinko machines. Like, like, you have all this money just sitting on the table. License it out to someone. Let them make the games. You are correct, Gary. You are correct. Or yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, or just give up on it. Get away. They won't. I know. Uh, but then, Gary, we had a little bit interesting, right? Uh, developers located around the world too. A few updates from developers located around the world too. Uh, this speaks to two things. The first one's not really developers. It's just PlayStation. We are all waiting for the other shoe to drop on what is Project Spartacus. What is going on with Spartacus, PlayStation's quote-unquote answer uh, to Game Pass, uh, their combination, quote-unquote com- combination of uh, PlayStation Plus and uh, 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 PlayStation Now. Uh, obviously, we've seen week after week, it seems, a new leak about it, whether it be the pricing tiers, whether it be this, whether it be that, still no hard information on it. The way they phrase this, I've, and uh, the fact that it's only 20 minutes, I think makes it incredibly hard to shoehorn that in. And You're I not going to get that would. tomorrow. That will be its own thing as well. And when we say, but when we say its own thing, like I honestly do believe that is just going to be a blog post one day. Like that's not going to have pomp and circumstance behind it. Like that's going depends to be. On, hey, well, it depends on how impressive the offering is. Sure, I think. I think it'll be a blog if it, post. If it is, if it is, if it is a true rival to Game Pass, then I would then I I would make a big deal out of that. But I don't. But I, increasingly, it seems like it's not going to be that. If we, I think it's just you and I think of it in a different way. Like I would make a big deal out of it if I still had an E3. If I still had an E3 presentation where Jack Trenton came out and we opened the whole thing and it was like, let's talk about where PlayStation 5 has been number-wise. Let's talk about some services and things like that. That's when you would do it traditionally. But that doesn't work in a sizzle that you have something like uh, Spartacus. It works better as a blog post. Obviously, you put together a YouTube you know, ad for a YouTube thing, but also a YouTube video that you embed in there that people share around. That speaks to uh, that offering, especially at launch, speaks to such a nerdy fan base that we don't need and I'm sure PlayStation doesn't feel they need to go out and put it on center stage, make a big deal about it and try to shove it down your throat, especially yeah, if it's going to replace PlayStation plus or something. Right. What was that? Kevin? I don't think I said anything. Oh, sorry. I thought you did. Gary threw his voice. It sounded like you. Yeah. He can do this sometimes. He's yeah, he, Gary takes away the, his uh, fake British accent and speaks in his normal American. It's weird. All right, back on. That was a good pregnant pause, Gary. I, I appreciate your pregnant pause. I, know, I, mean, I, was, I was waiting you out there. You and I don't do it often. My favorite thing to do, you can't do it all the time. You have to pepper them is, is the pregnant pause long enough to get people to look at their phones. Because somebody's driving, they think their, their app just fucked up or they think they got a bad <laughs> MP3. It's, so I, I've, for years, loved to just stop and hold and see what happens and try to fuck with people. And also, you, you stayed perfectly still, which I also I know. I, I, was, I was trying to make you think that my video had frozen up. Gary, I don't say this often to anybody at this clown shoes company, but you're a consummate professional, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so Spartacus, yeah, I don't think it's happening either. But then the other one to bring in is this, and I, again, it doesn't really work with how they phrased it, but Infamous and Sly Cooper. 
Uh, there was a rumor going around late last week, right? Mid last week that uh, there was a movement on getting that in development. There is an infamous and Sly Cooper game at PlayStation somewhere. And so again, they were also in that rumor saying that it couldn't, if I remember it was that they didn't think it necessarily would show up at a state of play, but they had heard a state of play was coming soon. So it's kind of like these are kind of hand in hand or in, in the scuttlebutt in the, in the, in the, in the ether out there. It's worth putting on your radar. Again, I don't think you're going to see one of the Japanese publishers tomorrow work on infamous or sucker Munch. Again, a few updates from other developers located around the world. I, I could buy it again that, you know, I don't think Sucker Punch is going to be working on Sly or Infamous. So then you'd have to go to somebody else. I don't think you'd go. I will, you know, I, wouldn't I they be not, working on another Sushima? Wouldn't that? hundred percent. That's, that's, that's why I don't think Sucker Punch is working on either of them. I think they're right. going to keep striking while the iron's hot on that and immediately move to Ghost of Sushima too. But put it out there. I want you all to remember, okay? Kevin, put hey, that. So I wanted to go. I know what I wanted to ask you. So, what do you? Because you touched on it at the top, top at the top of this story. What do you do about that copyrighted music issue? As a streamer, as someone who's covering it, do you ever like just Kevin on the mute button in, in case? Like, how do you protect yourself from that shit? So we did that once, and we used watch the Square Enix license free thing, and then we tried. Oh no, we tried to d- dumb it down or whatever, and people fucking hated it. And so we just ride the pedal to the metal. You know what I mean? It's 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 one of those where it's a various degree, Gary, of who's going to get you in trouble for what. And Kevin, if I'm speaking out my ass at some point, please stop me. But my belief is that you do it live on Twitch, then you immediately delete the archive. That way, you don't get claim, you don't get in trouble. With yeah, Twitch the VOD is what I think gets you in trouble. Exactly. That's why, if you notice, kind of funny, we really don't keep any archive. Then what about the YouTube right. version? The YouTube version usually, usually, what happens is that you get claimed, meaning that the person right. who owns the song just makes money off. Of, you can't make money off. Right. Of it, either they you. take the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there's got to be some kind of. Solution it's only happened it's, once where we got yeah, the whole strike lost. against the channel where we got yeah. because you. You can you can do the thing where you can't even use it. Yeah, where you can do the thing where okay, cool, we're taking your money for using our song, but you can do the thing of like, no, this is forbidden fruit. We're we're knocking your channel, and then it's really it's really um uh like those algorithms. I remember when when we had uh, Selena on Animal Talking, we had full rights to use her music. The record label, all of her management had had signed off on it. They had whitelisted everything and the algorithm still took our episode gotcha. down and I had to call them and I was like, the algorithm, and they were like, we're trying to get the algorithm. It was like the fucking, it was like fucking Skynet. Yeah. It, it was like the algorithm becomes self-aware. It was like, no, I must protect you. I'm taking Gary's video down. And like Selena Gomez's own people were like, no, it's okay. Algorithm chill the fuck out. But it wasn't having it. Ridiculous. Yeah, for us, the only time we got the strike on the channel is when we watched the Mr. Bucket commercial. And it wasn't even like Mr. Bucket got it. It's like whoever owned that video was really out to bust some heads for people watching Mr. Bucket's song, which sucked. And then once I had a, when I used on Ori Oration, when I used Damon Hatfield's songs, uh, the same thing <laughs> happened where I got flagged and I had permission from Damon, obviously. So he had to like write me a letter that I sent somebody or I sent something to him. I forget what it was, but we eventually got it out and nobody was harmed. I like to think that's why your son will never have a Mr. Bucket. Oh my God. No, Mr. Bucket is enemy of the state over here. We're not working mm-hmm. with Mr. Bucket. All right. Don't worry about that. I hope I pray one day I open my email and Mr. Fucking Buckets people are in there like, hey, Greg, we're big fans of the content. We saw you have a son. And you'll take anything free from a baby person. So here's a baby. To-. And I'll be like, don't you fucking you know what you did to me? You made us live stream all our stuff privately from another from channel for, for, for like a month, three months or something. It was three crazy. months. Do you understand what a it. what a fucking minor inconvenience that was? Mm hmm. You it's, it's one it. of the reasons youtube.com slash kind of funny has more view, has more subs than youtube.com slash kind of funny games because of the mr bucket thing no, yeah, remember everybody, if you're listening to this you got to go over youtube.com slash kind of funny games click the subscribe button i know what you're gonna say i don't watch the youtube videos i listen to the podcast i understand i see the fucking numbers i know where you people consume this but it help hurts. me out go do it you already have a gmail or an email Look go there and you also have multiple emails don't you where are you hiding all the tinder notifications where are you hiding all the porn hub go to that huh? email go log in on youtube click on that thing too then guess what you do you go over to old grandma and grandma right they they got to get the baby pics through an email going in register there log in there do it there it's not hard i'm saying you give me three to four hours of your life and you're done you've done it you've done what i needed youtube.com slash kind of funny games you subscribed on all of them yeah and remember you can now uh on on the podcast services you can rate us you know do that too that's true yeah spotify i think you can only do that i thought you could only do that on apple podcasts no No, spotify out of that spotify through the app i think you can do it so go right there it really helps people do 
Okay. All right. All right. Gary, number two on the Roper Report. God of War is coming to Amazon Prime as a TV show. This is Nelly and Driva over at Deadline who writes, PlayStation's flagship action-adventure franchise, God of War, is heading to television. Prime Video is in negotiations for a live-action TV series based on the hugely popular ancient mythology-themed game, sources say. Uh, I hear the series adaptations come from the Expanse creators slash executive producers Mark Fergus and Hawk Ostby, uh, and the Wheel of Time executive producer, showrunner uh, Rafe uh, Judkins, as well as Sony Picture Television and PlayStation Productions, which collaborate on all TV series based on PlayStation games. Reps for Sony and Amazon Studios, which likely will co-produce, had no comment. Uh, this would mark the latest big deal for the TV series. I'm sorry, for a big. This would mark the latest big deal for a TV series based on a popular video game title in a red-hot streaming marketplace for gaming IP. Peacock just landed another uh, SPT slash PlayStation property, Twisted Metal, uh, with a series orders and Anthony Mackie starring. HBO has uh, coming up the high-profile PlayStation game based on Last of Us, starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Netflix has a Resident Evil TV series in the work, while Paramount Plus is about to debut Halo. Amazon Studios has been particularly aggressive in the arena. It has the killer film's upcoming TV series Fallout starring Walton or I'm sorry, Walton Goggins. Uh, it is developing a Mass Effect series adaptation and just closed a first look deal with DJ2 Entertainment to develop a TV series based on gaming IP. Gary Witta. Mm. God, you are the name amongst name in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Feature film after feature film. You can see the Book of Eli poster behind your head right there. God of War, Amazon Prime, does it move the needle for you? Are you excited for it? You know, I mean, I'll, I'll wait and see what it looks like when it when it comes out. I'm not against it. First of all, it was interesting. Do you think do you think it's correct to say that God of War is Sony's flagship? I thought it was an interesting thing to it's one I mean, of it's obviously them. up there, but there's a yeah. couple of others that would be in that conversation as well. If you had to pick one, I don't know, I might pick The Last of Us. Yeah, that's where you start getting into it, right? Where I, I think, think you know, so. PlayStation 3, PlayStation Three was Uncharted. Well, it's, it's a weird one. I, you go with, yeah. I mean, Kratos I feel like, is so I feel well like known, the three so that are all on an equal footing: Uncharted, Last of Us, and God of War. I would say, like, the three of those are kind of like the flagship trilogy. I don't know if there's one that. I mean, it's arbitrary, right? There's no way to like a flagship is like it is what you want it to be. But like, I feel like if you ask me, my gut instinct is it's it's those three, and there's not there's not one clear. No, no one of those three is like clearly ahead of the others in terms of like the you know just like the the mind share, the appeal, like oh yeah, that's the biggest thing Sony has. I think they're all kind of in the same category. I would argue that yeah, if I was making this argument and I was making this article, first off, I would just say it and move on in the sentence. But I would make the case for God of War being it because it was mm -hmm. big across multiple multiple generations. And I know we're gonna, I know you're about to come in. Let me let me rephrase. It was bigger. It's been bigger longer across across time. Last yeah, I mean, it's actually the, the longest running franchise. But the interesting thing about it is, this is what I was going to ask about the TV show, um, is that that you know that most recent reboot. Well, no, I wouldn't call it a reboot, but you know they brought it back. Twenty eighteen got a warrior. You know, there was a big shift, obviously, from the world of you know Greek mythology to, yeah. to Norse mythology. That's cool. So that, that that's going to be a question I'm going to have about the TV show. Are they do they do they like tell the whole history of yeah uh, of Kratos and and do Greek mythology, or do they do they come in late, essentially late in terms of the whole Kratos story, but do the one that is most well known to people right now, which is the Norse version? But then you kind of have to acknowledge all of his history, which you know people new to the TV show wouldn't have seen right because he's got all of that greek history in his backstory but do you show that or like it, it's an interesting it'll be an interesting creative question for them to figure out but i'm fairly sure it'll be the viking version that they're doing for tv well that's why i think it's interesting to have your perspective on it because yesterday on ps i love you xoxo available now youtube.com slash kind of funny podcast no youtube kind of funny games uh podcast services around the globe uh this news broke right as we started the show and so my pitch and I, because I can, I am excited for this show. I'm excited in the same way I'm excited for Last of Us. I guess more excited for Last of Us because obviously Neil's working so closely on it. I think we know so much about the cast, yada, yada, yada. This one's exciting for me because I can already picture a God of War 2018 TV show. I can picture them walking through these epic woods, you know, monsters coming out, having to fight them, having this emotional thing. But what I said is, I'm right there with you, Gary. I initially w w wondered about that as well, but I think it lends itself so well to a TV show in the way that. You will do it, and we will have mini flashbacks. You know, like you'll have those, like, burr, 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 like the fiery red thing, and like Kratos' arms getting burned and ashes being attached to him. And 
the general viewer, right? My mom won't know what that's happening. They'll be like, what is that? That's interesting. And then you get you know, to episode six where you actually go and we get the flashback of him being full-blown Kratos, screaming Calliope, uh, you know, how, fighting Hades, doing all these things. Like, I think the story lends itself well narratively to have those flashbacks and us be like, if you have, don't know the story, like, what's wrong with this guy? Why is he so gruff? Why is he keeping Atreus at an arm's length? And then we go back and we see how Kratos became Kratos for an episode in the flashbacks and all that stuff. That's how I would do it. But Gary, I didn't write a major motion picture like yourself. Does that make sense to you? I think it's interesting that they have pivoted to television. I mean, obviously everyone's doing it right now. That's where the market is. Everybody, you know, there's much, if you've got a property and it could be either film or television, you're way better off pitching it as television. There's just, there's more, there are more buyers out there. It's, it's just a more vibrant say, market. Are you sure if the theater's even going to be around? You know what I mean? As a, yeah, as, a, as, a, as, a, as simply as like a commercial proposition, you're better off uh, trying to do TV. I know for a fact that Sony had this, you know, on their slate for development as a feature film for the longest time. Uh, they've obviously changed their calculus in some way and decided that television is the way to go. I personally, honestly, would rather see a big screen feature film version. If they're going to do God of War 2018, to me, I feel like I would rather see the big features, feature film version than the TV version. But See, I don't you know. know if I agree, man. Like, I I would have been there before. I like, you know, uh, getting in there and getting out. But I really enjoy for things that are this complicated. I know stories are complicated all the time. I'm not insulting movies, blah, blah, blah. But something this complicated, I think being eight hours let's say lets it go an interesting way i think you know i watched the i i love and i know it's not the video game i love the witcher show and the fact i think that works so well as a show and it because there's so much going on and the way season one plays with time and stuff that a movie wouldn't necessarily be able to do the same way and not feel incredibly long i mean look at the batman right like i feel like if you even even the people who only if you loved the batman or you liked the batman i still feel people like oh, it was long i felt like it was long there's plenty of people who said the three hours flew by they didn't feel it i understand but i'm saying like i i sat there and watched what at this point something like 16 hours of the witcher and i don't feel like i've watched 16 hours of the witcher it can be tough to cast as well who plays kratos that's a great question that is a great question because you gotta have a big guy in there you know what i mean yeah rock, absolutely nice no, too smiley he can't have the rock can't have the rock he's too smiley I mean, just, I mean, you know, um, um, the screenwriter, uh, Ferguson asked me, those are, those are legit guys, you know, they, they did Children of Men, Iron Man, those guys have got real credit. So sure. I suspect, you know, I think, you know, they're, they're coming at it right. Amazon has a lot of money. You know, they just spent more money than God on uh, the on the Lord of the Rings show. So, you know, you know, they're not going to do it on the cheap, nor can you, you know, it's like, God, well, you're going to have to do it expensive, right? Big giant yeah. monsters and um, lots of visual effects. It's going to, it's going to be expensive. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. I'm not, I'm not like, not, I'm not like champing at the bit to see it, but like, I'll be interested to see when the first trailer drops. I'll click on it. Yeah. Okay. We'll stand by everybody. We'll see it soon. Shout out to everybody in the chat who made me laugh by saying Chris Pratt. That's always a funny one. That I like that gag a lot. And then maybe also Zacrius. Yeah, maybe. And then shout out to MJ Head and uh, Gary from back a bit. I meant to tell you earlier. I made a note, but forgot. Uh, MJ wrote, "Motherfuck, damn it, Greg! I was cleaning the cat litter and I stopped to check my phone. That's how we get him, Gary." You know? Oh, do we get him with the little freeze frame oh, there? You never see it coming. Then it gets you. Uh, let me give you a number three, and then I'll talk about our sponsors. Number three, we have Grand Theft Auto Online Details. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind, Kevin. This is going to be a long one, so let's do it here. When we come back from talking about our sponsors, we'll talk about the GTA Online Details. But first, I'll tell you about Patreon.com slash games. Over on Patreon.com slash games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show with the exclusive post show. You can watch us record the games cast live this afternoon. But most importantly for right now, you could get the show ad-free. But guess what, Jack? You're not on Patreon.com slash games. So here's Tim to tell us about our sponsors. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. If you've ever been on the bus or the train with someone who's taking a phone call on speaker, you know that everyone who can hear them now knows a bunch of their private business. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is basically the same thing, so don't be that person. Did you know your ISP knows every single website you visit and then they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who can use that data to target you? Well, ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so people can't peep in on your online activity the best part of it is how easy it is to use you just fire up the express vpn app and click a button on any device i've been using this forever kind of funny's been staying safe on the internet with express vpn and they're right it could not be easier to use uh secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash kind of funny and get an extra three months of express vpn free that's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny expressvpn.com 
com slash kind of funny shout out to upstart if you've got multiple credit card balances each month and are getting by just paying the minimums barely making a dent into your credit card debt it can be pretty dang discouraging upstart can help you pay off your existing debt quickly so you can feel like you're finally getting ahead whether you're paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment upstart knows that you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access Access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000 and receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. That's upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Don't forget to use the URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit in income and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash kind of funny shout out to Babbel for sponsoring this episode there's nothing worse than traveling abroad and looking like an idiot because you didn't bother to learn the slightest bit of the country's language that's why greg miller has been using a little Babbel to learn french to speak to jean vieve uh Babbel is the addictively fun fast and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions uh Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn new language on the go other language learning apps use ai for their lesson plans but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective and you can choose from 14 different languages like spanish french italian and german plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent which has been helping greg miller be able to communicate with jen's extended family right now when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription you'll get an additional three months free that's six months for the price of three just go to babble.com and use promo code kind of funny that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com code kind of funny babble language for life and shout out to chime kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees no overdraft fees no foreign transaction fees and no service fees get all that and then some with chime an award-winning app and debit card they've also got over 60,000 fee free in network atms all over the place like at most walgreens 7-elevens or cbs's you can access your money when you need it where you need it make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using chime sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic get fee-free transactions at any money pass atm in a 7-eleven location and at any all point or visa plus alliance atm otherwise out of network atm withdrawal fees may apply sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed the recipient must use a valid debit card or be a chime member to claim funds chime.com slash kf games and we're back ladies and gentlemen so let's go to number three gta online details uh we read from the official press release from rockstar and then of course we'll hear it from the one the only simon cardi at ign let's start with the thing though preloading for grand theft auto 5 and grand theft auto online is now available for those who've pre-ordered digitally through either the playstation 5 console store or microsoft store these new versions of gta 5 and gta online launch march 15th that's next week and feature new graphic modes including up to 4k resolution a frame rate of up to 60 frames per second improved texture qualities hdr options and ray tracing faster loading times immersive 3d audio tracks and platform specific features and more plus you can transfer story mode progress from your ps4 to or xbox one now by uploading your save to the rockstar games social club and you'll be able to migrate your gta online character on march 15th those eager to continue their journey on the latest generation of consoles will also get a fully converted karen 695 souped up by the experts at house special works along with house special work uh, racing outfit and a set of new chameleon paints usable on all vehicles gary we kind of knew some of that right there obviously the bells and whistles not so much about what the perks would be for returning players but we've heard a lot about how they're going to welcome in new players to gt online right and that's going to be me granted me and kev tried before but we uh-huh. just didn't work now we're starting fresh it we're going hard. in there it's us we got blessing we got janet i assume yeah. gary you're gonna yeah come I'm, in I'm i'm in i don't if i if, yeah. if you remember me telling you this before but uh, me and a couple of friends tried playing gta online on pc a while back and had no exaggeration the worst experience i've ever had in my life playing an online game it was it's absolutely terrible. atrocious 
Um, but that's something that was specific to PC and hackers and cheaters and stuff like that. I'm optimistic. We really, when, when it was good, before it started to get really bad, we had a blast uh, running. And, that, and that's why we eventually went off and started playing on the, on the role-playing role server play on server, no yeah. Um But I, I want to get back to like full-on like regular GTA Online. The two things that put me off were the, the toxicity and the hacking on the PC side and the untenable load times. And I'm hoping that this this PC, PS5 version is going to fix both of those issues. 100%. We've talked before, obviously, about how they've got a tutorial, new stuff, better loading times. We have more on the career builders. Let me go into this, all right? As mentioned last week, GTA Online on the newest generation of consoles will feature the career builder. This is designed to give new players, or anyone who wants to reset their character and get a fresh start, a helpful leg up in the criminal world of Southern San Andreas. With the career builder, you'll enter GTA Online with a business property, a vehicle, and a weapon with room to add useful upgrades and a little extra gta money to begin choose from a selection of the most popular criminal career paths in gta online biker executive nightclub owner or gun runner from there you'll receive four million gta dollars to bankroll uh towards whatever uh, you'll, you'll receive a gta four million bankroll to put towards acquiring the essentials Picking one of these four careers will ensure you have business property and a huge range of missions and gameplay to embark on immediately. And you can, of course, expand and dabble in new careers as you progress. After selecting a career, use your new found GTA money to, uh, to acquire startup essentials from across the wide uh, range of properties, vehicles, and weapons. You can select from the basics, a non-upgraded business property alongside a simple weapon and a vehicle combination, or you can opt for a business property complete with upgrades and customizations, high-end vehicles, and enough weapons to fill a gun locker. It all depends on how much you want to spend uh, your uh, dispensation, and uh, you can bring a maximum amount of 1 million GTA bucks with you. Uh, or from you can bring a maximum of one million GTA dollars from this with you into GTA Online. Oh, career builder is something different. Okay. Oh, I see. So if you don't spend the four million dollars in career builder, you can still take a million with you to the new game. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, back to it then, Gary. This sounds awesome, Kevin. This sounds just like what we needed. I need I need a tutorial. I need to know what to do, and I need to know how to make money, and I need a list of missions. And you this and, like and going to be it. And most importantly, you need other people to run around with. So it's much more fun when you do it with a group. So you've 100%. obviously got that part um, taken care of. So count me in. I'm definitely going to give it a try. Um, oh, and also, I just want to play the story mode again. <laughs> I'll, I'll play the whole story campaign all over again. Really? R remind me of this, though, because I, I know I read about it, and it's it slipped my mind. I have the PS4 version. I own right. that. Yeah. Am I? Is it? Um, is this a free upgrade, or I'm, they, I'm, do I have to pay something? I don't remember. I don't remember either anymore. Hold on. PS4, PS5, GTA 5. Yeah, chat will let us know probably fast on the Twitter. It's been so fucking long since this happened. $10. I think you. Yeah, there's no upgrade. Until Wait, June. It's $10. No free. Go ahead. Sit, read it. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put too much stock in what chat's telling you. It's ten dollars until June. Says a bunch of them, so I believe that ten dollars. That's all right. Now I have more pricing details for you that I don't think it covered here, but yeah, yeah, okay. So now we go to Simon at IGN who talks about the pricing for GTA Five and online discounts. Right, GTA Five for PS Five will be seventy five percent off for the first three months of launch, priced at ten dollars. After three months, the game will cost forty dollars. This version of the game includes the single player story mode and GTA Online. The standalone version of GTA Online for PlayStation 5 is completely free for the first three months of release on PlayStation 5. After the first three months, the standalone game will cost you 20 bucks. Now let's talk about Xbox Series X slash S. GTA 5 for Xbox Series X slash S will be 50% off for the first three months of launch, priced at $20. After three months, the game itself will cost $40. This version of the game will include the single-player story mode and GTA Online. Xbox versions of GTA Online will not be free at launch, but are on sale for the first three months at $10. After that first three months, the standalone game will cost you twenty dollars. Okay, so, that's quite that's quite a, a lot to take in, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. Well, it's how complicated it's got to be. You know what I mean? To, is there? Are they doing crossplay on online? No, or is that too much that. to ask I can't for? Imagine that at all. That's. that's I mean, that's so I'm going to stay. I'm, that's. A, this is another one where I'm going to go on PS5 because I just know that's where most people are going to be. That's going to be the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? I remember when when GTA 5 came out for um, Xbox PS3? One. Three. No, no. When when they brought out when when it became available for Xbox One and PS4, mm -hmm. the uh, version of it that I got, I remember getting the I played. So I played when it first came out on 360 and PS3. I played the 360 version. Yeah. But then when I got my PS4 and my Xbox One and I bought it again, 
I got it on the PlayStation side because I like, this is so, so stupid, but I liked the fact that when you get chased around by the police, the police sirens come out of your controller. Oh, yeah. That's great. I just really, I just thought that was a really cool touch. Immersive, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. That's what the PlayStation's all about. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. We can't wait. It's happening next week, so you don't have to wait long. Yeah, Remember, we should course, do it. We should make a crew, go rob some banks and stuff. Uh, we got Zach from Kotaku coming by, PS, I love you, XOXO, next week on Monday to give us the starter guide because he's, like, obsessed with GT Online, so we can go through. The, pro- the only problem is I can't stream it on PS5 because my PS5 is upstairs. Here's I'm going to have to haul it down here. That was your whole excuse for why you couldn't wrestle me in the post-show in WWE yeah. 22 yeah. so I'm going to clue you into something you probably didn't know. You can unplug it and then bring the system That's down literally, here. I know, it but it's a here. whole thing. I'd unplug it and bring it down here and connect it up again. And it's just a But you can have two sets of plugs because the HDMI cable and the the power... That's nothing crazy there. You know? That's just the infinity cable for power. Oh, no. I mean, I would just pull all of that stuff out of the Xbox that's sitting over there. I would just connect it up to the PlayStation. That's what I'm saying. Eh, I, I guess I could do it. It's just, eh. One day it's you'll be able to buy us. a second PS5. And you can like, well, I, I had a second one, and I, saw, I, I sold it onto a friend. I should have held onto it, and then I'd have oh, a man. streaming box. No, you, know? you made the right choice. Yeah, Your probably right. Number four on the Roper Report. Uh, Itch.io has got a Ukraine bundle. Kevin, I put a link there if you want to open it, because it'll say how much money they've already raised for charity, but I will a read lot. from the post. What is it right now? I can't see it. It's small. $1.2 million. Uh, the people of Ukraine are under attack. As game developers, we want to create new worlds, not just not destroy the one we have. That's why we've banded together to present this charity bundle to help Ukrainians survive this ordeal and thrive after the war ends. This cause has resonated with creators around the globe to the extent that our bundle contains almost 1,000 games, tabletop RPGs, books, etc. Over 700 creators have joined in support to donate their work. All proceeds from this bundle will be split between the following charities: International Medical Corp. I'm sorry, International Medical Corp. and uh, Voices of Children. Uh, of these nearly 1,000 products, more than 600 have never been in a major bundle before. Several prominent developers and publishers signed up to itch.io specifically to be in this bundle. And there's something for everyone. We have almost 600 digital video games, over 300 analog tabletop RPGs, and dozens of asset packs, books, zines, and comics, soundtracks, music, and a host of other products. Also unique to this bundle, we only allowed paid products. We kept the minimum low, uh, but we highly urge you to pay above the minimum if you can afford to do so. All proceeds will be split between the charities 50-50. We stand with Ukrainians and with all people around the world who despise war. Thank you. And there's a please note. Uh, no Steam or other external links will be given uh, for bundle purchases. Only direct downloads will be available on the itch.io page. Uh, notable games on there. Super Hot, Skatebird, A Short Hike, Baba is You, Celeste, Towerfall, Ascension, and the list goes on. Man, those are some good games. Great games and just a great idea for a great cause. And it's awesome to see. Uh, itch itch does, does amazing. They always do really good bundles. This looks like a really good one. And of course, you know, no, no worthier cause uh right now we're trying to by the way um for anyone out there who may play loodle uh we're trying we, we have to do a little bit of work on the back end but we're actively working on it right now we're going to be adding a little uh at some point in the next week or so when you when you log into loodle to play or when you go to the website there'll be a little pop-up message with a hyperlink that will take you to um a place where you can donate um to some we're good we need That's to great. pick the, an appropriate charity but you'll be able to donate to um uh, some kind of Ukrainian humanitarian um, uh, organization. We have six and a half million players now, so we can hit a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of eyeballs. That's great. Yeah, That's yeah. great, Gary. And great, yeah, on itch.io. You can, you can go in your web browser if you've never used it, itch.io, and obviously you'll find the Ukrainian bundle right at the top there and go ahead and get in there. Well, Kevin, I know you're way deep in it now. Is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the minimum is 10 bucks. Is that right? For what uh, they yeah. are? Yeah. And of course, you can ten. Do- you can donate more, but yeah, mm-hmm. a thousand pieces of entertainment pretty much for 10 bucks is a great deal, let alone a great cause. So I highly uh, recommend you go do that. Number five on the Roper Report. Uh, could WWE go to EA? We go to GameSpot where Darren Bontes writes, this week sees the release of WWE 2K22, the first mainline WWE game after a lengthy hiatus. After the disastrous debut of WWE 2K20, the series underwent significant retooling that has aimed to improve the core foundations of the game. According to a report by Fightful, WWE 2K22 could be a make-or-break game for the series as WWE is considering a deal with Electronic Arts. Quote, multiple sources have stated that WWE has had preliminary discussions with EA about bringing the WWE games line over uh, to one of the top gaming publishers in the world, Fightful report, Fightful's report reads. According to the overwhelmingly negative response to WWE 2K20, an alleged budget cuts on each annual release has also perceived as damaging to the WWE brand. 
The partnership between WWE and 2K Games was born in early in the early 2010s, back when the holder of the game license, the original THQ, went bankrupt. 2K Sports signed a contract to produce WWE games, with the last agreement being a six-year deal that was inked in 2016. Since then, reviews of each annual game have been met with a mixed reception at best, eventually culminating in 2020's infamously terrible game. By the time WWE 2K20 released, longtime developer Ukes had split uh, from 2K developer Visual Concepts, with that studio now currently working on a game for WWE competitor All Elite Wrestling, Wrestling AEW. Uh, it's claimed that WWE began talking to EA prior to the 2016 extension, with more serious discussion kicking off after the disappointing WWE 2K20 uh, arrived on the market. WWE 2K22 is available now for deluxe, uh, deluxe edition owners ahead of its March 11th uh, launch on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And so far, the game seems promising. Gary, now is where you can ask me about WWE. Yeah, so now we can get around to it. I, I, I got to say, I still remember, as I'm sure we all do, some of those 2K20 memes that were going around, some yeah. of those gifts, and just just the most horrific. I mean, how did a game like that? That to me, again, like that was so unforgivable. Like if I'm the WWE, I'm like, that's it, you're done. Like there would have been something in the contract that said, if you ever ship a product this bad, like that's it, we pull the license immediately. I don't know how you get a second buy, a second chance. Like, how can you fuck up that badly? But they did, and they've got they did get another go around. So the question is again, I know I don't go into too much detail because you're going to do a specific podcast on it later. But again, so I'm I haven't actually played a WWE game in forever. But I used to be a really big fan of I go all the way back to when it was WWF. I used to really really enjoy, it, but I haven't really watched it um, or followed the storylines or whatever since like the days of you know the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I have two questions for you. Sure. First of all, am I going to enjoy playing it just as a game? Is it a good game? And secondly, as someone who hasn't really followed the WWE for a long time, am I, am I going to get lost in all the characters and storylines? Like, am I going to have less of an experience than someone who follows a WWE on a regular basis? Here's where I'll begin. I, I'm, again, Gamescast today, I'm going to go into incredible depth. Incredible depth. <laughs> I'm going to talk longer about WWE 2K22, right? Here's where I will start. Uh, WWE 2K22 has the worst review embargo I've ever seen in my fucking life. Where we signed, we got approached on Thursday about code, telling us that we would have it on Friday and that the embargo would be 3 a.m. on Monday. So get the Why game 3 a.m. Gary review. Well, that's because early access was going live for everybody who had it worldwide or whatever. So not the 3 a.m. part. People get get hung up on that when I say this usually because I've told this story to other people. I don't give a shit about the 3 a.m. Embargoes pop all, all hour of the day and night. That doesn't matter. It was the fact you were going to give me a game on Friday to review on Monday, or at least have the ability to review on Monday, right? That didn't even happen. We got the codes Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Yeah, I remember I got, like, those emails over the weekend saying, oh, the codes have been delayed, but we'll get it to you by Monday, right? And so I installed this on Sunday. Uh, first off, you know, I installed it on Sunday. I, I think Saturday had called off. I, we were trying to do a games cast on Sunday afternoon to have it up at the embargo. And I was going to be, hey, I've only played since Friday. It's not deep enough, but I wanted to put out some impressions on this. I called that off on Saturday because I'm not going to make my team or me work on a Saturday. We want a work-life balance kind of thing. Not to mention that I'm in a far different place in my life where even if I had gotten on Friday, I was not going to sit there Saturday and Sunday ignore Jen, ignore my baby to play this game or whatever. Anyways, I installed it on Sunday. And when I finally sat down, it was literally like, Hit X, and I can't wait to see what the fuck this disaster is going to be. You know what I mean? Like, what the... And I, Gary, I have been oh, so shocked. You, you went in assuming it was going to be another train wreck? Wouldn't you? Why would you hide a good game? Why would you give a good game? You thought the fact that they were basically kind of preventing people from having reviews up day one, that that was a sign yeah. that they knew they had a bad game. Okay. And so I hit it and I jumped in and I have been playing now since Sunday uh, on and off, obviously with work and other things going on. I am shocked by how much I enjoyed this game. Like okay. I, the new gameplay mechanics for how to play are actually really fun. Uh, I do think you're going to have a good time with it. Like blessing hasn't played a wrestling game in a long time either. He wanted it. He jumped in him and me were playing online last night. And their whole thing is like, you know, easy to pick up, difficult to master for the thing. And like, but wrap your head around it. We were having matches that were doing, you know, it was like we were back in, for me, Michael Bryan's basement playing No Mercy. Cause it was the, oh, kick out, kick out. Oh God, oh, how did you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you reversed the finisher. Blah, blah, blah. Like it is easy enough to jump in and go do all that stuff and get in there and have that vibe and have that flow. And I'm excited to get deeper into it, but I think the animations look good. I think the characters look good. I think the moves look good. I enjoy playing the basement thing. I had said that to an extent on Monday when I had a top level, hey, tweet of this. I was more worried about the modes where I'm like, I don't know how deep these are, modes are going to be. 
I'm currently investing my time, especially getting ready for uh, the review today, right, in My Rise, which is their, like, story campaign or whatever. And I started that up, Gary, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to make Gruesome Greggy. I'm going to run through and do this. You jump in there, and it's not actually creating a character from scratch like you would for well, – you, you can do. Obviously, the character creator is there on the outside. You can do it and upload it and share all that shit. And if you uh, – Kevin, if you have the ability, if you could go to Khalif Adams' uh, Twitter – and uh, show yep. yeah he actually did a really good one looks just Are like you him. fucking kidding me how this yeah okay but that's his creative character not his character in my rise my rise limits your choices so the, the character looks really good and you have a backstory and Wait, all so stuff. i can't do a career mode with like my personal created character you can put them into wwe universe which is like the thing where you're getting like you're fighting people in angles and stuff like that but anyway stick with me because it's not a negative i'm not going negative with it the my rise thing is a they limit how you can create what you can do so that you make sense in the stories they're telling. That's Khalif right there. He made himself look like, which is insane. But you go through and you do it and you are having angles and you're having conversations. <laughs> and you're making choices that are making you a face or heel and you're making enemies. You're making friends. It's really cool. Wait, it's, it's really cool. But I want to, So here's the thing. I want to play a career <laughs> mode where I, yeah. as the character that I create, Gorgeous Gary, whatever I want to call him, and sure. it makes, looks a bit like me, rises up through the ranks. Can I not do that? Do I have to pick one of their off-the-shelf characters to do that? Well, you create a character in My Rise. It's just okay. not as detailed as if you create it from scratch on your own. You understand? I don't, I don't understand why it would be that way, though. Like, why not? It's let because they, I think they want, you need a specific background for the stories they're telling. At the beginning, you'd pick, like, are you a former football player? Are you this? Are you that or this? Whatever. And then that actually is, there's VO for that, that storyline in there. So, like, I picked the guy who's a former football player. And so, like, he's getting in fights with people and being like, oh, it's a big deal, you know, high football, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's, a loose enough reason for it that I think it makes sense. And I don't, I think it's All just right. another thing to do. I, I know, I know other games have done it that way. Like I think NBA 2K lets you, cause I've seen screenshots of people that have created fucking ludicrous looking characters and then had them go up through the career mode, the story yeah. mode. And the, and K bottoms is trying to clarify in chat. The character is custom. Correct. You're, you're, you can go in, you, the character you pick, you then go through and do it. It's just that you can't do every crazy outfit. You couldn't make what Ka did in this. You have Can to I make someone that looks a bit like me and yes. has and has a name that I pick? Yes. Okay, that's good that enough. That happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, It's good. just not as detailed as the loose one. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. All right. So I, I'm still super early in it. I'll talk even more about it here. I'm going to play as soon as I'm done uh, up until Gamescast. So the I'm enjoying thing, WWE 2K22. One thing that I saw Jeff Gersman create, uh, um, um, uh, complaining about, and obviously Jeff's a guy that knows his wrestling, of course. Uh, was that he said he was frustrated by... There are there are relatively long periods where you're not really doing anything because like you'll trigger a combo and then it like there's a really long like combo animation that plays out but you're not really doing anything. I saw Jeff tweet that and I understand what he's saying, but compare it to what WWE 2K games were before this system. I think you waited on the sidelines for the move to play out way longer. Okay. Here it is the active thing of you go to grapple me, bam, and I, if I can guess which button you're hitting for grapple, I can get out of that right away. And then when you select the move, there's a window for every move where I can reverse that which right, isn't how right. it was in other games before it. So I feel like it's more active, but I guess it could still be more active than that even. I understand there is a whole combo thing uh, for punches and into grapples and stuff like that too, but I still think it's flowing way better than usual. Okay, and I, and I still want to ask you about the other thing, which is am I, am I going to be missing out at all if I'm not like fully up to date on all my WWE lore? Like, no, because they play with it. Like, you know, my universe, the universe stuff sets up its own stuff. You, if you want to go into GM, you're assigning those roles. And then the My Rise thing does a good job of like being like, hey, I'm this guy and this is why I'm helping you, or I'm mad at you, or okay. whatever. And you go that way. Okay. It's not like going to be like, you remember what I did at WrestleMania two years ago, right? Like, it's ah. not going to be like coming into a soap opera in the middle of it, like 20 years no, of going, the Who the fuck's that guy? starting when you start playing it. Right, you're right, right. Fine. Okay. You're going to be fine. Okay. I'm looking forward uh, to giving it a try. If you want to get really nuts with it, Gary, Thursday we are streaming it here at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. I'm making Is there some kind of like Royal Rumble mode where it. you can all get in the ring together and Oh, for and sure. Play? But I, I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we're gonna have our created characters there. So if you want to make gorgeous Gary in the next I'm gonna uh, make gorgeous Gary and maybe maybe I will drag the PlayStation 5 down. Now here. we're talking. Now we're talking. All right. That's what I was saying. Okay. Uh, your final Roper report today, God or Late, is a super quick one anyway. Uh, it's just a quick hit from IGN. Lost Ark has now amassed more than 20 million players with half coming from its Western release last month. So congratulations to them. Gary, I can't wait to see what the next 20 million game is, but that's still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Do, 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 do
Um, out today dead by daylight chapter 23 have a nice death by on pc uh the camp cretaceous dinosaur pack is now available in jurassic world evolution 2 i tried craft hero prologue demo is now live on steam the original dying light uh there's a bunch of bullshit here uh receives a new next gen update on playstation 5 and xbox series x slash s uh just oh it's just a few days away i don't know i'm sorry that's an upcoming date i fucked it up uh morning star is available on uh google play and ios core keeper early access is now on steam and then farming simulator 20 mobile and switch update is available new dates for you pokemon go safari zone seville is announced for may 13th through the 15th uh curious expedition 2 disembarks on playstation and xbox on march 17th dead space uh the remake is getting a live stream on march 11th at 10 a.m and then rocket league season six begins on march 9th ladies and gentlemen we ask you to be part of the show on patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can write in with your questions comments concerns you can also give us your squad up requests this is where you Give us your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody has fun playing together. Uh, right now, Alex Price needs help on the PlayStation 5. Alex's PSN is Pure Chaos S72. That's Pure Chaos. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, sorry. He does that weird inner cap thing like a clown. It's just Pure Chaos 72. You know? Get out of here. Weird. Uh, cool Daddy Greg in the forest. That is Gary. I'm looking to increase my friends list on PS5. If you want Alex as a friend, Pure Chaos 72 on PS5. Don't do the intercap thing in your name. It's, it's weird. I don't like it. Gary, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong to tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast service around the globe. Um, just clarification here. Bander SN has the actual dates we were talking about. Yakuza Like a Dragon released on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One uh, in November 2020 and PS5 in March 2021. It was not Xbox timed exclusive. It was a next-gen timed exclusive on Xbox. My apologies. And then... Yes. Katie G says something I need to talk to Kevin about right now. You're not wrong, but Discord is currently reporting problems. We're aware oh, we had problems, problems launching the thing problems. and then there's a Slack conversation going. I think it's what good. I'm th- it's good because my because yeah. yeah it was like Mike couldn't restart Discord but now he can so they're okay stream team's ready to go because if they yeah. weren't I could just play WWE here and not cut the stream and you know have no I know go, but go, I go. I believe that they have everything working okay cool yeah then ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, remember, each and every week, down a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash games. Watch it live, twitch.tv slash games. Watch it later, youtube.com slash games or podcast services around the globe. Uh, the week is far from over. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be Janet and Tim hosting this show. Thursday, it will be me and Samoa Joe hosting this show. Friday, it'll be Blessing and Zach from Kotaku hosting this show. If you're watching on Twitch, you're about to get some more Elden Ring with Snowbike Mike and Andy Cortez. Uh, Gary and I are going to do a post show that you can get you later on YouTube. Nope. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. All that is said until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>